Welcome to Driven by Purpose with Makanjuola Davis, a M. Davis Project production podcast where knowledge never grows gray. Here is today's broadcast. Balancing Faith and Work. I have come across many articles and even books. The same with podcasts teaching about the secret to success. Are there really secrets to success? How many have you come across and how many have worked for you? How many have you shared the secrets with, and how many of them have been successful through you in applying the same secrets? What is called a secret? And how can the so-called secrets be the determining factor of success? In the context, the secret to success can be evaluated as classified information or something that is known to certain people and not told to others. Which means, when others apply the same hidden information, there's a guarantee they will be successful too. What I intend to share with you today may be strange to you. This is because I have never for once, like to shy away from telling the truth. There's no secret, and there will never be a secret to success. There is no secret to success, everyone knows what it takes to succeed. The road to success is very rough, most people want a bump-free road to success. It takes time with patience, perseverance, resilience, determination, and risk-taking to ever be successful in life. Upon all these virtues, there's still no guarantee that at a particular time, success will be achieved. That's why we need grace with work. You don't know how many keys you will have to try to open a door you're not familiar with. And you can't give up trying those keys because you know the key that opens the room is among those keys. If you had 100 keys, would you give up at the 25th attempt? You can't, because the 26th attempt could be the key that would open the door. The same is with success. You may not know when your effort will start paying off, but you have one hope, and the hope will be that you're on the right track doing everything right. Hence, no matter the length, you will be willing to walk it. As long as it will take you to success, to ever have any hope of succeeding in life, you can't afford to sit on your palms when you could lay them on things worth doing. You can't spend all your life praying when others are even wishing they could have 48 hours in a day to do more in pursuance of their goals in life. If there's at least a secret to success, then every individual must be able to apply it, and it should work for them. What is the secret to success that will guarantee attempts without failure? What is the secret to success that will guarantee all your approaches to life without letdowns and heartbreak? How can there be successes without failure? We observe the lives of the successful people in the world, but we do not observe what led to their success. We share their successes, but not their failures. In fact, many of them failed more than you can imagine in their career before they ever became successful. And that's the massive point about success. The more attempts you stake, the more likely you're going to be successful. And in those attempts will come many failures. I know you know Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo, they have shared between them the world's most prestigious award between them 12 times, the Ballon d'Or. Lionel Messi has won the award a record seven times, followed by Cristiano Ronaldo with five. Only three players have won the award three times each, Johan Cruyff, Michel Platini, and Marco Van Basten. And no player has been able to do what they have done between them in the history of football. Ronaldo holds the record for most official goals in a career. They are two of the most decorated footballers ever, having won a combined 76 major trophies, Messi 42, Ronaldo 34, during their senior careers thus far, and have regularly broken the 50-goal barrier in a single season. They are among the eight players to score over 700 goals each in their careers for club and country. Together, they have achieved various historical milestones in the sport, coming to be considered as two of the best players of all time. How has this be so possible for the pair?
I believe you only learn about their successes, but allow me to share with you that their success was beyond talents, but in their failures and their perseverance. Because of time factor, let's look at only Cristiano Ronaldo's general stats in La Liga 2010-11 season, which he replicated in almost every season before his approach reaching his peak. During the 2010-2011 season, when he was still playing for Real Madrid, he scored 40 goals that season, which was huge. But let's look at the breakdown of those goals and what led to those goals. Ronaldo had 34 appearances. He started 32 matches. He spent 2,901 minutes altogether on the pitch. Furthermore, he had 40 goal in La Liga that season, but from 250 shots in La Liga alone. 102 on target, with 88 shot off target. And 60 shots in total were blocked. More than 2,500 players took part in the top 5 European leagues that season, Premier League, Bundesliga, Serie A, La Liga and League One, and Cristiano Ronaldo was the only one who registered more goals than appearances. Cristiano Ronaldo attempted in total 250 shots that season in the Spanish Liga, including 102 shots on target, 88 off target and 60 blocked by opposition defenders. In a nutshell, out of 250 shots, he had just 40 goals. He relentlessly became the top scorer in La Liga, Primera División, Spain during the season 2010-2011 with 40 goals scored. You might only have heard about the 40 goals, but that was how it happened. Through many failed attempts, but not without perseverance. Playing 250 shots every season doesn't mean you will score them all, but you have better chances of having more goals than those who play 100 shots in a season. Meanwhile, one of the reasons why we have many poor people in the church today is because we do more of praying than doing. We don't want to take any risk. We don't see risk as part of God's plans for our lives. If you do your research well, most of the richest people in the world are not those who spend hours in the church or mosques praying for success or wealth. They don't spend the most important part of their lives praying. They lay their hands on things that worth doing and look for opportunities to seize every day. If we keep praying, what do we expect God to bless? The prosperity gospel is a waste of time which is more of poverty creation than wealth. They have misrepresented the true gospel from becoming soul-driven to money-driven. Look out there, unbelievers do more hustling to succeed to generate wealth. I am not referring to those who steal or commit fraud, but those who always want to get their hands busy to do what's needful. Most believers don't want to go out and work, but instead, they prefer sitting on their palms praying for the riches they did not work for to just fall into their laps. They will read to you why you should pray and donate to the church. But they won't reveal to you why you should work harder and invest your money. If they ask you to invest your money, how will you donate to church projects? Will they tell you to invest your money, and they will be able to milk you with church different commitments? Don't let anyone fool you, God only blesses the work of our hands. They tell you to claim it, you will drive the car you didn't buy. If those who will buy it for you are lazy and spend hours in church praying, where will the money come from? There's no secret to success, but only to failure, which is to quit trying. Have faith, but not without work. Pray, but not without labor to show for it. Don't mistake your prayers or activities in the church as an achievement until your hard labor yields result. Success demands the most heroic labor and the most difficult sacrifice. It demands greater bravery than war. For without labor, nothing prospers. George Washington says, labor to keep alive in your breast that little spark of celestial fire, called conscience. May you reap where you sow. And may all your sweat pay off at the end. Amen.